0: you are locked on spartans your daily podcast on the michigan state spartans part of the locked on podcast network your team every day locked on spartans nation how on earth are we all doing on this either monday night if you're watching on youtube right when this video drops or hey on Tuesday, or if you save this for later in the week, hey, thank you, no matter what time you're listening to this, and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Spartans, that's right, your team every single day, Uh, that's right, still in a different setting, Uh, we are a little south, so you know it, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we're going sleeveless, because when the sun's out, the lack of guns are out, Uh, yeah, so hey, always happy to be talking Michigan State Spartans, Um, yeah, we're going to do something different than what we did in yesterday's show yesterday we talked about Max Christie potentially not being here next year. But what if he does come back next year? We'll get into that for segment 1. Segment 2, betonline.net has a lot of good uh, odds for well we got an NFL draft coming up, so we'll talk Kenneth Walker's odds to be the first running back and also the basketball national championship odds for next year. And if you're not a betting person, it won't really necessarily be a betting segment as much as it'll be like what are these sports books thinking about Michigan State and our athletes as we move into the next season. And last but not least, we're going to debut Trivia Tuesday. That's right, here in the offseason. As it gets a little slower, we're going to mix in a segment of trivia. Eight questions about, well, your Michigan State Spartans, as you could probably already figure. And uh, yeah, just play uh, against each other, amongst yourselves. No prizes. Uh, Probably a great window of cheating there. If I said, hey, email me your score, and oh my god, everyone got an 8 out of 8. What are the odds? That's crazy. No, so it's just a little fun thing that we're going to try to do here uh, every Tuesday in the off season, unless, like, there's massive breaking news and we don't get to it, but planning that for being uh, a nice little Tuesday sweetener at the end of each episode, and before we get any further, it's just uh, two things. One, hey, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast or YouTube show. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for giving that a try, and I'm sorry you have to just watch my face over and over again, but hey, that's... It's life sometimes, isn't it? Uh, and number two, if you ever want to reach out, lockdownspartans at gmail.com is where you could find these listening eyeballs. That's right, reading each and every one of your emails. Thank you so much for everyone that shoots one my way. Let's get into it. right? Just just like I said, if you missed yesterday's show, uh, this is what you missed. We talked about Max Christie possibly leaving. And we talked about that because a lot of college players made their decisions whether they were going to go to the NBA draft or for sure stay in college. Now with that said, they still have until early June to withdraw if they did enter the NBA draft. So like a guy like Max Christie, we still got the whole month of May to sit here and wonder, oh my God, what on earth is going to happen? And before going any further, I will say this. um, I'm not going to claim I'm the most plugged in guy in the world, but like the people that I do know that are plugged in, Hearing a lot of the same, that it is expected that Max Christie will be going to the draft, keeping his name in the draft. Now, I've heard different criteria that his camp is looking for. Like, oh, if it's a first-round grade, he'll definitely go. Or, oh, if it's top 40, he'll definitely go. Like Regardless, I'm hearing that it's maybe a 70 to 80% chance that he's out of here. However, as a fan of college sports, you probably know that nothing changes faster in anything than, well, just news in college sports. So, yeah, there is a chance that he does come back. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how great that would be, actually, if he does come back. You, you probably can already fill in a lot of the blanks, right? Like, I think the most important part is, well, you have a player coming back that is used to playing 30 minutes per game. Now, of course, at the end of the season, we saw that, okay, well, 30 minutes per game has been a lot. On this true freshman, especially when he's tasked with guarding the other team's best wing player, and no shortage of great wing players in the Big Ten last season. So get him in the offseason. He knows what the grind of the season is, knows what to expect, and with a strength and conditioning program, which usually does a pretty good job here at Michigan State, add some more muscle, get some strength in those legs, and he's good to go. But hey, also, it's your starting three guy. Like, it's how great is it to not lose two starters in a single offseason? Because the other one being Marble, of course, would be the presumed starting center. But Adiosi is in the transfer portal. So, yeah, you would like to keep well, another starter at bay. That's Listen, this is all the obvious stuff. Like, yes, you get the best perimeter defender on your team, and if not one of the best in the whole conference. And also, better yet, if you want a cherry on top of all that, Next year, there's not going to be the Johnny Davis's of the world, the Keegan Murrays of the world, the Jaden Ivys. Like, listen, there's, of course, always going to be some sort of talent in the Big Ten, but maybe perhaps not like three guys that could be selected in the top ten of the NBA draft next year. Uh, yeah, so that's that would be nice, too, to have a lockdown perimeter guy that doesn't have to expend all of his energy guarding lottery picks. But also, th- this is what... Really would excite me if Christy comes back, and it it, it's not even the starting lineup. And what I mean by that is, we talked on yesterday's show that if Christy decides to leave, okay, you plug Jaden Aikens in at the three, and I have no issue with that. I'm very confident in Jaden Aikens. I think so highly of him. I mean, hey, if you want to look at the conductor of the Jaden Aikens hype train, look no further than your screen right here. It's it's who comes off the bench though, And, and that is something that would worry me if. Christie does not come back. Okay, Jaden is your fifth starter. And then, like, who's that sixth man that you're always looking to? Like, Trayvon Holloman? Like, that's a lot to put on a true freshman. Is it going to be Keon Coleman? Is, I don't know. Pierre Brooks? Like, it, there, there's no set sixth man. Whereas, if Christy comes back, I feel pretty good about that first man off the bench that's coming in and giving a jolt of energy to this team. In Jaden Akins, like he has the entire season, I think one way or another, Akins is going to play a fair share of minutes this year. But man, just Aikens off the bench. It, it's got a nice ring to it, doesn't it? So yeah, that, that would just be uh, sensational if he can come back. And also, amongst all of that, like it, it, as worried we are about the front court heading into next season, like you only have Sissoko coming back and Jackson Kohler. Joey Hauser's going to have to play the five here and there, Malik Hall. like it, it the, What's going on in the paint is very thin. However, on the contrary, that's how excited we could be about the perimeter for Michigan State next year. You're rolling out Hogard, Tyson Walker, Max Christie, and then Jaden Aikens. And, hey, how about this? I, I could do you one better right now. Um, if Christie comes back, right now there are four guys returning. This is with before Christy even announces, sorry, I'm phrasing this horribly. Before Christy comes back right now, there are four guys returning that shot 38% or better from three-point land. That is Malik Hall, Joey Hauser, Tyson Walker, Jaden Akins. Yes, Christy shot 30% this year, 31%. But again, this goes hand in hand with the strength, building that up, expecting the grind of the season a little bit better next year than last year would be, of course, not just the hope, but maybe the assumption. You could have a lineup with Hall, Hauser, Walker, and Aikens and Christie out there where all five guys are major three-point threats. And, like, that sounds that sounds very fun for me uh, and probably to you as well. So, yeah, hey, listen, three-point production is coming back next year regardless of his decision. But, ooh, if you can get him, you can get Christie returned... That would be nice. I would welcome that, and that would also. I think it's safe to say that would that would make you not just one of the best backcourts in the Big Ten, if not the best. But man, that gets Michigan State really at the top of the pecking order of the Big Ten conference. Maybe not the top top. I, I think unfortunately that does, that's going to be predicated on what happens at that school down the road. Whether uh, Caleb Houston leaves, Musadi Abate, however they do in the transfer portal. But hey, however. Anyone else does in the transfer portal too, but Michigan State could be close to the driver's seat of Big Ten play should Christie come back because, let's be honest, it's a down Big Ten year next year, and what I'm about to do is something called a segue. That's right, and because we're going to talk about how down the Big Ten can be next year in the eyes of bookkeepers, but hey, just got to talk to you people first about Athletic Greens. That is right, folks. Uh, w- listen, hey, us at the Lockdown Spartans podcast, we want you to feel better and we want you to feel better about your gut health. We want you to have more energy and an optimized immune system. Do all you hate just taking pills and vitamins and, and just want something that tastes great? Well, Athletic Greens has the goods for you with just one delicious scoop of AG-1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, that's a lot of big fancy words right there, to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, and right now it is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It is just one scoop in a cup of water every day. How easy is that? That's that's so easy. An idiot that forgets everything like me can even remember to do that. Uh, no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com college. Again, that is athleticgreens.com college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And before, looking into some odds here. That's right, courtesy of betonline.net. Hey, just want to thank you for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We got some fun episodes coming up this week, of course. My God, it's finally the draft after talking about it for so long. It's going on Thursday. We'll have a full show priming you, prepping you, getting ready for all the Spartans that are going to be drafted. And then we're going to start our Memory Lane series. That's what we're calling it right now. If you got a better name, feel free to reach out, lockdownspartans at gmail.com. But yes, in the offseason, we're just gonna have guests on, and we're just—it's it, kind of like sitting around a bonfire or a bar or around the pool, just shooting the you know what about certain teams, like the 2019 MSU Final Four run. We're gonna do with Carter Elliott of Sleepers Media, and then I, we might riff on Connor Cook sometime. You get the point. It, It's—it'll be a good time, casual conversation, some good memories, hopefully a few laughs here and there. But yeah, that's what we got going on. Locked on Spartans. Okay, done plugging future shows. Let's get into what you want to listen to, and that is odds and ends from Bet Online. So, why are we talking about national title odds for the college basketball season at the end of April in 2022? Uh, is it because I'm a sick person and I just love gambling so much? No comment there. Uh, mostly, it's because this is how the sports books view next year. Now, of course, we've seen a lot of way too early top twenty-five lists and everything like that that the media has uh, put in their predictions for how it's going to shake out next year. But the sports books too. Let's look in uh, to see what they have as well. Okay, T- to set the table here. Michigan State actually started uh, when these odds came out, courtesy of Bet Online. They started off at 66-1, which is not that great. It was kind of about like 30th in the nation, some around there. They were tied with a few different teams. But ever since, in those last two or three weeks since these lines have been posted, literally these were posted like five seconds after the buzzer for the national championship sounded, um, there's been some movement and the movement not just from Michigan State but also other Big 10 teams has and I'm going to throw the F word out fascinated me it has fascinated me Michigan State has moved from 66 to 1 to 50 to 1 and yes that's after losing Gabe Brown Marcus Bingham getting back Joey Hauser that's nice but also Max Christie going to the NBA draft and I'm going to guess that these sports books know as much as we know that it most likely is yes that he's leaving but yet MSU's odds have only gotten better, despite no transfer portal ads or anything like that. That is really interesting to me that Vegas is kind of somewhat high-ish on the Spartans. Like, right now, those odds are about like 25th best in the nation. Now, what has interests me even more is that a few Big Ten teams that are going to be in that upper tier next year, their odds have changed as well for you know, your national champion next year. That the highest team was and still is uh, Michigan. They they opened up at eighteen to one. Okay, their odds have dropped all the way down to thirty three to one after all the declarations for the NBA, after the transfer portal season, you know, all that stuff. Guys announcing their return to college. Okay, Purdue. They were the second best Big Ten team. They were at 40 to 1, and now they are 50 to 1, so they're scooted back. They're tied with Michigan State right now. And Illinois actually moved up. They went from 80 to 1 to 66 to 1. Maybe Vegas just hates big men, because I think it's hilarious that Michigan's gotten worse. And really, the biggest news that's happened since is Hunter Dickinson announcing his return back to the school next year. And all that done was just make their odds lower, even worse. But on the contrary, okay, Illinois loses Kofi Coburn. He announces his intentions to go to the NBA. And their stock only gets better down at Illinois. So I, I, maybe Vegas is just trying to tell us something that maybe you don't even need a center at all. Now, Exhibit A can quickly be... Raced right there because right now their, their national champion favorite is the Kentucky Wildcats. That they were, they just jumped Arkansas. Arkansas was the favorite, now it's Kentucky. They jumped up to eight to one. And I'm sure getting your center and reigning national player of the year Oscar Shee way back that doesn't hurt. But yeah, I took a pause at those odds to see the movement there and looking at the top teams that you know have their big man coming back. Hunter Dickinson, Michigan, their odds only got worse. Illinois, they said hit the bricks to uh, Kofi Coburn, or rather Kofi Coburn hit Illinois with the hit the bricks. And their odds only gotten better. Uh, Purdue, tough to read what's going on there. Listen, 40-1 to was never great odds. Now they're 50-1. to Maybe it's because uh, Zach Eadie's returning, and they just don't like him as a big man. I don't know. So maybe I really do need to stop fretting about (laughs) Michigan State's lack of center experience next year and maybe small ball is just the future baby embrace it I don't know if that's actually the truth or I'm just looking for any shred of uh, hope for our front court next year but yeah hey that that certainly didn't help either also let's switch sports here but stay on betting we got the we got the NFL draft coming up in two days here on Thursday that's right We don't expect Kenneth Walker's name to be announced on the first day in that first round of the NFL draft because running back is, God, they just treat him like misfit toys uh, in the NFL these days. However, he will still be a hot commodity, but he's 1A and 1B with Brees Hall, that's right, of Iowa State. So those are the two guys that are going to be at the top of the boards as far as running backs go. Could they go second round? Yeah, most likely. Could they go third round? Yeah, sure. Why not? But... Bet online has odds as to what gentleman will go first. Uh, Brees Hall is actually the favorite right now. Actually, the favorite right now is Brees Hall at minus 325. Uh, if you're not a gambler uh, and that number doesn't make sense to you, uh, it, it says that Vegas is pretty confident, actually, that Brees Hall of Iowa State will be the first running back taken off the board in the NFL draft, most likely Friday. And Kenneth Walker is at plus. 240 odds so hey if if you're like me and you think that um Kenneth Walker is indeed the best running back in the nation and he should be the first running back off the board go throw a coin on that plus 240 means that you bet 10 bucks and you're going to profit 24 bucks that's what that means but yeah I was very surprised to see that those were the odds not just the fact that Kenneth Walker isn't like the the leading running back on draft boards, or you know, so to speak, sports books draft boards, but also it's just that wide of a gap because everything I've been reading is that yeah, it truly is one A and one B between uh, Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, or also too they do have a third running back on the board, Isaiah Spiller of Texas A and M. He's at ten to one, kind of a launch shot there, but yeah, we'll we're, we'll get more into the draft uh, for Thursday's show to just prep everyone for it, but yeah, that that's where it stands right now is that Kenneth Walker might be behind. Brees Hall, but hey, you know what? Uh, Lore knows that these aren't always correct. Uh, Upsets happen all the time in the history of sports and sports books and drafts. The draft is wacky. It's crazy. Just look what's even happened at that number one overall pick. For the longest time, it was Aiden Hutchinson going one to the Jaguars, one to the Jaguars, one to the Jaguars. Oh my God, it's weeks and now months that this has been, you know, the favorite in the clubhouse, but all of a sudden we wake up today on Tuesday and Trayvon Walker is the heavy favorite to be the number one overall pick, so... Hey, listen, I know it's just 48 hours until uh, the draft starts, but a lot of crazy things can happen. So hopefully someone realizes that, yeah, Kenneth Walker has the vision, has the speed, has the strength, has the wiggle to be the number one running back. But, yeah, that is also why that if Bryce Hall, Brees Hall, excuse me, Brees or Bryce Hall, why? what do I keep saying? Yeah, Brees Hall. Sorry if I've butchered his name a thousand times. If Hall is taken ahead of Kenneth Walker, it, from what I've read, it's just going to be because he's a little bit bigger and also can catch the ball out of the backfield more accustomed to that than Kenneth Walker was at Michigan State, who really didn't do it all too much, but also didn't do it too much because he didn't have to do it that much. Like, he was just good enough. Peyton Thorne turning around being like, hey, here you go. Go bang out 35 yards. But I digress. You guys know where I stand. Kenneth Walker's the GOAT. He's a legend. He's the best running back. Hey, then let's just put our money where our mouth is and uh, wager a few shekels on Kenneth Walker How about that for you. So, yeah, that's... uh. Odds, but also just kind of seeing where these sports books how they think about the Big Ten basketball season, and also well this draft coming up here, and uh, yeah. But hey, we're also going to hear a little bit from our friends at BetOnline because before Trivia Tuesday starts next segment, I just got to talk to you fine folks about BetOnline.net, and hey, you know. That, the draft, is coming up. It's also the best time of year. NBA playoffs have started. Uh, they are NBA playoffs is just the best. I absolutely love the NBA playoffs. Uh, NHL playoffs, also about to start. Also awesome, although I know so little about hockey compared to basketball. But, uh, hey, that's not going to stop me from wagering a little bit on it. They got golf going on. they got Major League Baseball going on. they got your draft props, if I haven't already said that. They've got it all at BetOnline.net because they are your number one source for all your sports, betting, stats, and info. Find all the latest developments, league reviews, news, including this year's basketball playoffs and start of Major League Baseball season at BetOnline, your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, eSports, and more. So head to the website today, use your mobile device, learn more about the trends in action. That is on BetOnline.net. Where the game starts, gang. And let's start some Trivia Tuesday. Again, I'm going to read eight questions. I think the difficulty here is medium, I would call it. Listen, I'm not trying to bury everyone right off the bat here and being like, how many blades of grass sit between the 35-yard lines at Spartan Stadium. Like, I, I, I want these to be questions that you, you can answer. And, you know, not going back to Allman axe from the 1920s about basketball players or farmers playing football or anything like that. So, hopefully, this is good. If, if Tell me if they're too hard or too easy. Comment below, please, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast, Locked on at gmail.com is the place to find me. So, yeah, eight questions. Going to read them all off, and then we'll do answers afterward. Okay, so question number one. <gasps> boom, boom, boom. I should turn the lights off to get dramatic effect here. How's that? No, that's horrible. That's a bad idea. Okay, let me turn the lights back on. Okay, sorry if you're listening on the podcast. That probably didn't make a lot of sense to you. I just tried to turn the lights off for dramatic effect and couldn't see me at all on YouTube. Anyway, it's probably actually uh, better for everyone. Anyway, question number one. What state has MSU played its most bowl games in? Question number one. Which state has MSU played its most bowl games in? Question number two. By a score of 101 to 67, God, hopefully they cover the spread there. By a score of 101 to 67, who did MSU beat in the final four to reach the title game in 1979? By a score of 101 to 67, who did MSU beat in the final four to reach the title game in 1979? Question number three Tom Izzo has coached three Big Ten freshmen of the year. Name them. Name them. Tom Izzo has coached three Big Ten freshmen of the year. Name them. That's that's the question. That's right. Number four. Now, let's get into some draft questions here because tis the season. Uh, The 2012 NFL Draft saw six Spartans drafted. Who was the first to be drafted amongst that group? Question number four. The 2012 NFL Draft saw six Spartans drafted. Who was the first drafted amongst that group? And another NFL draft question for you, lovely folks. Question number five. 2014 to 2016 saw three straight years with a Spartan drafted in the first round. Before that stretch, who was the most recent first round draft pick? 2014 to 2016 saw three straight years with a Spartan drafted in the first round. Before that stretch, who was the most recent first round draft pick? All right, we're getting out of the draft, but staying with football... 2013's football team was the first to go through the Big Ten season with every game being decided by double digits. One of my favorite fun facts of all time. On the contrary, how many of the football team's conference games in 2015 were decided by single digits? They played nine Big Ten games in 2015. How many of those games, wins or losses, were decided by single digits? Question number seven, name three of the four, if I could talk correctly, this would make it easier. Name three of the four basketball venues in the conference that have a lower capacity than MSU. That's right. MSU is kind of at the bottom for capacity at Breslin Center, but they're not the lowest. There's four teams below them. Give me three of the four to earn this full point. That's right. Play strict around here. Uh, And question number eight. Question number eight, the final question. We all know Joey Hauser's season high last year was his 27 points against Davidson. What was his second... Sorry, who was his second highest scoring game against? What team was it against? We all know Joey Hauser's season high last year was 27 points against Davidson. Who was his second highest scoring game against? All right. I assume you want some answers. So let's just get... It. Right into it, I'll read the question again, give you the answer, tally it up, comment below, hit me up, tell me if this is too easy, too hard, or just right for future Trivia Tuesdays that we'll do in the offseason. Question number one, which state has MSU played its most bowl games in? That would be California. California with eight. Florida is a close second with seven. But yes, MSU has played eight bowl games in the state of California so that is your correct answer and it helps when a good chunk of those i believe four of them are uh, rose bowls so yeah that'll that'll do it right there number 2 by a score of 101 to 67 who did MSU beat in the final four to reach the title game in 1979 that would be penn they absolutely took it to penn who i believe was a 9 seed in that tournament so yeah the, the Cinderella Got its uh, slipper snatched off right there, uh, courtesy of Magic Johnson. Uh, Question number three. Tom Izzo has coached three Big Ten Freshmen of the Year. Name them. Now, you don't have to have the year, but I'll give it anyway. It was Gary Harris in 2013, Miles Bridges in 2017, and then Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. the year after in 2018. So, Gary Harris, Miles Bridges, Jaron Jackson Jr. are your three Big Ten Freshmen of the Year that Tom Izzo has coached. The 2012 NFL Draft for question number four, sorry, question number four. The 2012 NFL Draft saw six Spartans drafted. Who went first amongst that group? That would be friend of the program. That's right, one of my favorite people of all time, Jarrell Worthy, went to the second round, Green Bay Packers. Question number five. 2014 to 2016 saw three straight years with Spartans drafted in the first round. Before that stretch, who was the most recent first round draft pick? You had to scale the clock all the way back 11 years earlier than 2014, back to 2003, and that is, of course, if you're a Lions fan as well, Charles Rogers. May God rest his soul. Uh, Question number six. 2013's football team was the first to go through Big Ten conference play with every game being decided by double digits. That's right, the first ever Big Ten team to do that. On the contrary, how many of their conference games in 2015 were decided by single digits? digits out of the nine Big Ten games that the 2015 team played. Six, six were decided by single digits. Yes, that includes that confusing loss uh, at Nebraska, which ended up not mattering because, hey, we still made the Big Ten championship anyway. It still made the college football playoffs, so good on you there. But yeah, heart attack's Everywhere that season. Ohio State was one. Well, of course, Purdue uh, was a single-digit game. The Michigan game. Hey, I don't know if you remember that one. That was a fun one. But yeah, six games decided by single digits in 2015. If you want to know why I drink and why I'll probably die 10 years earlier than I should because of the stress uh, that one single season gave us all. Uh, number seven. Name three of the four basketball venues in the conference that have lower capacity than MSU. Okay, if you gave me any three of Minnesota, Michigan, Northwestern, and Rutgers, go ahead and give yourself a point. If you got all four, eh, screw it. Go ahead and give yourself extra credit. I don't know. It's not like we're dishing out prizes here. I'm sorry about that. Um, question number eight, last question. We all know Joey Hauser's season high last year was his 27 points against Davidson. Who was his second highest scoring game against? That was going to be back in the winter and non-conference play as he lit up High Point, that's right, High Point for 17 points. So yes, his second highest season total last year was against High Point. Sorry, Tubby Smith, but Joey had to do it to you. So yes, again, let me know how you did. Thank you so much for uh, sitting through this segment. I I hope you enjoyed it. I I like myself some trivia. Hopefully you guys do a little bit as well. And if you don't, hey, tell me that as well. Tell me that's a stupid segment. Sorry to say, I'll probably still do it next week, but I'll try to make it better somehow. If uh, you have any suggestions for that as well, this is a group. This is a group effort here. This is a group project. You guys are just simply the best. Just with your tweets, emails, all the support you guys show, and I can't thank you enough for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Um, Yeah, quite simply the best. Now, go make your second listen locked on NFL Draft. That is with the gang, Ryan Tracy, former NFL cornerback, Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on cultural prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available where you lovely people get your podcast. Love every single one of you. See you tomorrow. Go Green.